everyone, I'm Brenda Nava, and I'm here to remind you that you are an amazing multidimensional human being. If you don't know me, I teach about the seven dimensions of wellness, and today we're on the occupational vocational dimension. I have been talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I know I've also been posting the podcast with my husband, and we've been talking about the emotional slash social dimension, but when I'm doing the solo once, I have been sharing the gifts of the Holy Spirit because it's something that I find very interesting. So in the last videos, we talked about the three gifts of revelation. We talked about the three gifts of power. And now we are on the three gifts of utterance. Those gifts are prophecy, speaking in tongues, and interpretation of tongues. The vocal gifts are the gifts that operate through the human vocal organs. So prophecy is described as the ability granted by the Holy Spirit to a believer to speak forth words that proceed from God that do not come from the believer's own understanding or education. We find this gift in the Old Testament in Genesis several times. One of the examples is Isaac and his two sons. So Isaac was an old man. He was blind, the son of Abraham, and he had two sons probably more than that, but he, the, his two first sons were actually twins. One was called Esau and the other one was Jacob. Now, it was customary back then for the father to bless the firstborn and that firstborn would get the biggest blessing. So like I said, Jacob was old, he was blind, he, was, he knew he was going to be dying soon. So he called Esau his firstborn and told him to go uh, hunting, find him wild game and cook it the way that he liked to eat it and then to bring it to him and that he would bless him so esau grabs his hunting equipment he goes out he goes hunting now rebecca his wife isaac's wife heard this and her favorite son was jacob so she goes to jacob and she says your dad has told your brother that he's gonna give him his blessing but I want you to get that blessing. So go out in the backyard, kill two goats and bring them to me. I'll cook it the way he likes it. And then you can take it to him uh, and tell him that you're Esau. He won't know because he's blind. So then you'll get the blessing. So Jacob says, well, what if he realizes that I'm trying to deceive him and he curses me? And Rebecca's like, it's okay. He can curse me. Just, I want this for you. So Jacob's like, well, he's like, my brother's very hairy and I'm not. He's going to, if he touches me, he's going to know that I'm not him. And she says, I'll put the skin of the goat on you. That way when he touches you, he feels, <laughs> he feels that you're hairy and you'll wear his clothes. That way you smell like him. So then that's what they did. Isaac went, so while Esau was out there hunting, Jacob goes to their backyard, kills two goats, brings them in. Rebecca cooks them the way Isaac likes them. Uh, Jacob puts on the skin of the goat so that uh, he'll feel hairy. I think he put it on his arms, his hands, and the back of his neck. And he put on his brother's clothes. That way he would smell like him. And he takes the food to his dad and he says, It's me, Esau. I've come to get my blessing. And Isaac says, How did you find the animal so fast and Isaac's or sorry Jacob says oh it's because God helped me he blessed me <laughs> and Isaac is like well come closer he smells him he feels him and he's like okay yeah this is Esau 
And I'm going to go ahead and read the blessing for you. So he says, Ah, the smell of my son is like the smell of a field that the Lord has blessed. May God give you heaven's dew and earth's riches, richness, an abundance of grain and new wine. May nations serve you and peoples bow down to you. Be Lord over your brothers and may the sons of your mother bow down to you. May those who curse you be cursed and those who bless you be blessed. And when he finished giving him the blessing, Esau gets back. He cooks the meat. He takes it to his dad and he's like, hey, it's me, Esau. I'm here to get my blessing. And Isaac says, what do you mean? I just gave you your blessing. And he says, no. And then they realize that Jacob impersonated him and that he stole his blessing from him. And it says, Isaac trembled violently and said, who was it then that hunted game and brought it to me? I ate it just before you came and I blessed him and indeed he will be blessed. So once he said that, once he gave that blessing, he couldn't take it back. So then when Esau heard his father's words, he burst out with a loud and bitter cry and said to his father, bless me too, father. And he said, your brother came deceitfully and he took it. And to me, it's just so crazy that he couldn't just be like, no, never mind. That's how powerful it was. He couldn't even take it back. So Esau keeps asking him, is there nothing left for me? So then his father Isaac answered him, your dwelling will be away from the earth's richness, away from the dew of heaven above. You will live by the sword and you will serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you will throw his yoke from off your neck. And so Esau was super mad. He said he was he was like, I'm going to kill him. So the mom helped him get away and the prophecy came true. So here we're able to see that the words that Isaac spoke prophetically did not come from his own understanding and were above his ability to reverse it. He couldn't undo it. Another example is when Jacob, same guy, <laughs> whenever he's old, his grandsons, grandsons get brought to him. So he was the father of Joseph. Joseph in the colorful coat. So Joseph bring Joseph brings his sons, who are Jacob's grandsons, and he puts his oldest son to by his right hand, and he puts the youngest son by his left hand so that he can bless them. And then everybody closes their eyes while Joseph, uh, Jacob gives the blessing, and then they don't realize that what he did was he crossed his hands and he gave the youngest son the bigger blessing. And then when Joseph realized what he was doing, he was like, hey, don't. He's like, hey, hey. He was like, you got him wrong. You cross your hands. The oldest one is to your right. And he says, no, this is the way God wants it to be. And so he gives him that blessing, that prophecy. And it comes true. This episode was brought to you by BCN Supplements, our all natural supplement company. First off, we have our hydrolyzed collagen. This is a four in one. It comes with vitamin C for better absorption, hyaluronic acid, and biotin. So this is good for your skin, your hair, your nails, and your joints. And this is for both men and women. Next up, we have our immunity, which is a 7-in-1 vitamin. It has vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, echinacea, elderberry, black pepper, and garlic bulb. So this will give your immune system that extra boost. And lastly, we have our natural pre-workout. It does have 325 milligrams of natural caffeine from green tea. It is sweetened with stevia, and its purpose is energy, focus, and endurance. And for our listeners, we do have a discount code. If you visit our website, www.bcnsupps.com, you can use code BUILT, B-U-I-L-T, for 10% off. Thank you so much for listening. Now, the New Testament also talks about prophecy. 
the gift of prophecy. And that is in 1 Corinthians 14.3. It says, but the one who prophesies speaks for people. Sorry, it says, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. So in other words, to build up, stir up, or cheer up. Now, this is the purpose of the prophecy. And there are no dictators. So if, if you are given the gift of prophecy, you're not allowed to be a dictator and just say, this is what it is and this is what you have to do. It does say that the prophecy needs to be judged. It says, for this reason, all prophetic utterances ought to be subject to judgment. Let two or three prophets speak and let the rest pass judgment and determine if they really are from God. And it does say there are two things you should do whenever you hear a prophecy. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Like don't reject them altogether and do not believe them all either. So this is kind of if you guys have heard the saying, whenever you go fishing, whenever you eat the fish, you just eat the meat and you spit out the bones. So it's basically same thing. Take what you feel is true and whatever doesn't sound right, don't take it. Leave it out. Which is why it says to have two or three prophets judge it. So there are three things you can ask yourself when you hear a prophecy. Does the prophecy agree with scripture? The Holy Spirit does not contradict itself. True prophecy will never contradict scripture. Because the Holy Spirit is what inspired people who wrote the Bible. It's never in this the same. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives the gift of prophecy. It's never going to contradict itself. Number two, does the prophecy uplift Jesus Christ? And three, does it edify God's people? Because remember, prophecy is meant to do three things. To build up, to stir up, and to cheer up. So remember, the reason for prophecy is to strengthen, to encourage, and to comfort. If you guys like this video, make sure to subscribe, hit the bell for the notifications, give it a like, and send it to someone who you think might need to hear this. In the next video, I'll be talking about the next gift of utterance, which is speaking in tongues. I'll see you guys on the next one.